All right. The last Sunday before Christmas. Hey, um, is it tomorrow? Night? Tomorrow Christmas Eve, right? Well, yeah, we got Christmas Eve service at seven thirty. Yeah, one of my favorite services of the year. But I look forward to seeing you guys come out. Well, we um, I've been going by from time to time the last two or three weeks, and uh, sitting in the parking lot checking on the progress of the uh, tearing down of the old elementary school that, that we're buying and I was I was sitting there one day and and I thought man I would love to have a, a next year at the town gym I don't know what I'm, I'm just gonna call it the town gym right now it has a, 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 a what do you call it a stage it has a stage and stuff I'd love to have a Christmas play you know down there next year I'm talking about one of the, the wise men and the and and the shepherds and Mary and Joseph and, and, and Jesus, you know, and and I'd love to, to do that for the community, wouldn't y'all? You know, and 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 because I don't want anybody to miss Christmas. I don't want anybody to miss Christmas, and and my prayer is that you guys would not miss Christmas. You, you know, nothing is is worth missing Christmas. Well, how do we miss Christmas in in these days? You know, I mean, Christmas is the most advertised and, 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 and the most commercialized holiday in the world. No other holiday even comes close to Christmas. It's the most anticipated. It's the most celebrated holiday of the year. I mean, we celebrate for about a month. Stuff starts going on sale in the stores in like September. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. You know, and 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 you would think it would be hard uh, to miss Christmas with all the lights and the and, and the parties and the cards and the and, and the shopping and the gifts and and, and and caroling and 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 the Hallmark movies. Some poor soul loses his shirt in some big town. He comes back to a small town, falls in love with his high school sweetheart. And he decides to stay in the small town and run a puppy store. <laughs> you know. And together they live happily forever. Merry Christmas. 34 of them this year, amen? <laughs> but... And so you wonder, how could anybody miss Christmas? Is it possible to miss Christmas? Yep. It sure is. You could miss Christmas for the same three reasons that some folks missed it, what, I'll just say 2,018 years ago. We could miss it for those three reasons. I believe there's three common reasons why people miss Christmas then and we miss it now. And we don't get it. We don't get the blessing uh, from it. We don't get the benefits of, of Christmas. And then I want to look at, since I want to tell you how we miss Christmas, then I'm going to look at how not to miss Christmas. And, and since it's our last one today, I can't very well continue it before Christmas. So why people often miss Christmas, if you want to, want to get your outlines, is this. Write the word busyness in there. I know I talk to you about busyness all the time, but guess what? 
Just like worry, you're still busy. And I'm going to talk about busyness. For that's B-U-S-Y-N-E-S-S. In the last week of her pregnancy, well, Mary and Joseph, they got to go to Bethlehem for the census. Now, that wouldn't happen now. You know, we would have a mail-in or we would do something, but there ain't no woman going to travel in the last week of her pregnancy nowadays. But while she's there, her water breaks, you know, you know and, and they gotta, they got to find some place for her to stay. They had to check her in, there, and they went to this, this inn, and there was no vacancy. Luke 2, 7 says, there was no room for them at the end. At the end, I shouldn't say end, end. I remember that as a kid, seeing the Christmas play. And, and they tried to pick the meanest, meanest kid there was, or meanest looking kid. And his only line was in the play was, no room. <laughs> no room. But for the, from the innkeeper's perspective, that's a good thing. I mean, he was full. He was making money. But busyness with his business caused him to miss the greatest opportunity of his life. The Son of God was about to be born in his end. Think about it. Can you imagine the PR power of that? Son of God born right here. Right here in this end. He would be sold out the rest of his life. But he missed it because of his busyness. So I got to ask you. Are you too busy with your business to make room for Jesus this Christmas? Are you too busy just to make room for him this Christmas? And I'm not talking about your house. I'm talking about your schedule. Are, are you too busy? I'm talking about your thoughts. I'm talking about your time, your budget. Are you so busy that there's no room for Jesus in your life, in your heart? And, and you missed it. You missed it. So we've got to look at that. Are we too busy? The second thing is familiarity. Familiarity. Can't hardly say that. Familiarity. We're talking about the religious leaders here. I mean, they were so familiar with the Christmas story. We can be so familiar with the Christmas story that it doesn't inspire us anymore. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Some of you guys were thinking, well, Jim, that's old school about the wise men and the shepherds. It still inspires me. And, and, I, and my prayer is that it still inspires you this year. Does it still cause you, ah? Oh. I hope it does. My prayer is that it does. But sometimes we get to a point it just doesn't amaze us anymore. I mean, we know the story. We've heard it. But we've become jaded, bored. I've even before had the attitude of, i just be glad when it's over. Y'all don't talk about Y'all ever had that attitude? I'm just glad it's, glad it's over. Let's just get it over. And we're so familiar with it that we miss the beauty of it. We just miss the beauty of it. To me, it's interesting 
uh, that, that God is, is coming to earth in the flesh, and not a single religious person is invited. Not one priest, not one scribe, not one theologian. They miss it because they're so familiar with it. The wise men, they went looking for the Savior. They saw the star and they said, where is the baby to be born? Now Herod calls the religious people. He calls them in and, and he says, all right, where is he to be born? When is he to be born? The religious leaders knew where. They knew he was to be born in Bethlehem. Look at Matthew 2. Herod called a meeting of all the leading priests and the teachers of the law and asked them where the Christ would be born. They answered, in the town of Bethlehem in Judah. The prophet Micah wrote about this in the scriptures. A lot of folks are familiar with the story. With God becoming flesh when, when Jesus was coming. They knew it from, from the book of, familiar, book of Micah. They were familiar with the story. But guess what? Even though they were familiar with it, they were unimpressed, the religious leaders. They were not impressed enough to go check it out. They were in Jerusalem. Do you know how far Bethlehem is from Jerusalem? Five miles. Five miles. Now when the king calls you in, your religious leader, in the middle of the night, that says, where is this king to be born? This Savior, this Messiah. And they say, well, it's be in Bethlehem. And you don't go? It's in the middle of the night. There's obviously something up. You know what I want to say? Here's your sign. <laughs> Bethlehem was only five miles away. You were so familiar with the story that you wouldn't go check it out. You see, guys, they would rather debate about the Savior than go see the Savior. Is that you? Would you rather debate about the Savior or go see the Savior? This could happen to you and I. It could. We've been in church all our life. And now we're so familiar that there's no room for the Savior to show up. Jesus didn't come for religion. He came for a relationship. These guys had added so many rules and traditions. People paid more attention to them than to God. They missed it. We do too. We miss it with our new traditions. Can I say elf on the shelf? Can I say Frosty the Snowman? Can I say Santa Claus? We miss it. We miss Christmas with our new traditions. Hardly anybody talks about the real reason, and his name is Jesus Christ. A lot of intelligent people will put up trees. They will put up lights. 
They will put up gifts, but they will not cross the street to check out Jesus. And we miss Christmas. Guys, you can put up lots of Christmas lights and still be in the dark. Ephesians 4, 16 says, 18 says this, their minds are in the dark and they are stubborn. So they have missed out on the life that comes from God. (coughs) Third reason is this, that we miss Christmas is fear. Just look at King Herod here. Some people actually fear Christmas. They fight it. They, They oppose it. They take out lawsuits. They're afraid of the, the, the message of Christmas. Herod was, King Herod was afraid. I mean, he's not even Jewish. He, he's Arab. And he was appointed their king. He actually appointed himself king. The Jews hated him. King Herod is working under Roman authority. He's paranoid. King Herod is a psycho. He is afraid. He's afraid of anybody that might threaten his kingdom. He's afraid of anybody that might threaten his reign. Anybody that might overthrow him, so he had him killed. King Herod had his wife killed. You may not know this, but King Herod had his mother killed. King Herod had two of his sons killed. He had his brother-in-law killed. Five days before he died, he had the rest of his children killed. And all kinds of of prominent Jewish people. You know why he had them killed? Because he knew everybody hated them and no one would cry for him. So he wanted to have somebody. He wanted some crying going on. He wanted folks crying. So he had everybody else killed. He was nuts. He was afraid, fearful. And the wise men show up and say, where's the baby? This king of the Jews? He goes nuts. Matthew 2, 3 says, when King Herod heard about this news, he was very disturbed. I think that was putting it mildly. He was very disturbed and worried. And so was everyone else in Jerusalem. He was very disturbed and worried, so he killed all the babies under two years of age. I'd hate to see what he did when he got really upset. Here he was just disturbed. Now, you and I, we don't have that kind of fear. We don't. But you and I might have some other fears. A fear of if I really open up my life to Christ, I'll lose my freedom. If I really open up my life to Christ, I'll lose, I'll lose my phone. If I really open up my life to Christ, I will be a fanatic. Guys, when you invite Christ into your life, he doesn't make you more religious. He makes you more human. He makes you more human. Because without Christ, you're not really living You're just existing. You're just existing. You're not connected to the creator. And so you'll never fill that void without Christ. 
And without being connected to the Creator, life just doesn't make sense. God loves you, and He wants you to love Him. And you got to know Him to get rid of your fear. Herod uh, didn't want anyone to be in control except him. And here's the bottom line. Some folks want to be God. They want to run their own life. They want to call their own shots. That's pride. Some folks just want to serve themselves and not anyone else. They don't want anyone else to be the king of their life. 1 Timothy 6.21 says, Some people have missed the most important thing in life. They don't know God. We miss it. Guys, I want to tell you, if you don't know God, you have missed the purpose of your life. You and I, we were put here to know God. That is our purpose. Well, how do I not miss Christmas? You told me how I missed it. How do I not miss Christmas? As a kid, a lot of you guys know I uh, grew up in the promised land. I mean, Rockmark. And, <laughs> and right across the street from our house was a little store called the R&W. And, and it's still there. I go there from time to time. But it was still there. And, and, and my mom taught me to cross the street. You know, there's lots of traffic on there. And, 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 and she said, Sonny, there's three things you got to do. You got it. When you get to the street there, you got to stop. You got to look both ways, and you got to listen. Stop, look, and listen. Now, I believe that same formula, stop, look, and listen, can help us to not miss Christmas. Write this down. Very first thing. You got to stop. Filling my life with less important things. We got to stop filling our lives with less important things. Don't let busyness keep you from knowing God. Psalm 39, 6 says, All man's busy rushing ends in nothing. He keeps up riches for someone else to spend. For someone else to spend. Keeps up riches for someone else to spend. Luke and Sarah in trouble. You don't want, guys, I'm here to tell you. You don't want to run the rat race. Because even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. You're still a rat. Guys, don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Another one I'll just throw in there. Activity and productivity aren't the same thing. Activity and productivity aren't the same thing. The greatest tragedy is that most people are too busy for God. That's the greatest tragedy. Stop running and slow down. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. Some famous philosopher, I don't really remember his name, I think it was because I couldn't pronounce it anyway, so it's just some famous philosopher. He said, All of man's problems 
come from his inability to sit still. All of man's problems come from his inability to sit still. I don't know if that's all of our problems, but it's a large part of it. It's our inability to sit still. I will say this, we are too hurried, aren't we? We're too hurried. We're filling our lives with unimportant things, and there's no room for God left. I told you a couple of weeks ago about how God told the shepherds. He told the shepherds. He invited them, them with angels. They were one of the first people to know about, about Jesus. Why the shepherds? They stunk. They were the outcasts of society. They were nasty. You know why? They wasn't too busy. I'll tell them. They're listening. They're just chilling by the fire. They're not watching TV. There wasn't one. They had no cable in the Sahara, wherever that was, is that? Some desert. What else did they have to do? Let me tell them. Here's what I found out after over 20 years now as your pastor. God always speaks to the person who is willing to listen. People told me before, I've never heard God speak. God never spoke to me. I don't believe that happens. Well, you're not willing to listen. God never speaks to people who are never willing to listen. You got no time. Proverbs 10, 27. Reverence for God adds hours to each day. You say you don't have time? Give God more time. You'll get more time. The Word says so. Whatever you lack, give some of that to God. You need time, give some time to God. You need some money, give some money to God. You need to trust, trust Him. The second thing that, that we need to do to not miss Christmas is this. Remember, you look. Look. Look closely at why Jesus came. Let's look closely at why Jesus came. Here's what I say to you guys that are kicking the tires of, of Christianity. Just make the effort to check him out. We had religious leaders that wouldn't even walk five miles. Well, they didn't have nothing else to do. They were called in the middle of the night. Something was going on, by, called in by the king. And they couldn't even make the effort to check him out. Guys, you and I, it, 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 we need to look closely at why Jesus came. Who was he? What did he say? What did he claim? What, why does he matter? And, 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 and what difference does it make in my life today? I'm merely saying investigate it. Don't go on my word. Investigate it. Matthew 2, 8 says, says this. Go and make a careful search for the child. That was the only thing I believe I agreed with King Herod. He told us three while. He said, go, go make a careful search for the child. Make the effort. Check it out. They were wise men. 
Here's what's funny. You know, if you never thought about it this way, they weren't the only one to see the star. They were just the only one to make the effort to check it out. See, we're too hung up on we got to have a feeling or we got to have emotions. Check it out. Investigate. Guys, we need a Savior. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, God says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Don't celebrate all the traditions of Christmas without zero curiosity of why we celebrate. Be curious. Check it out. Investigate. See what it means today. Guys, I want to tell you, if you're a seeker, I love it. Check him out. Check him out. Read the book of John. I got a little, little just a little book. It's just, all it is is the book of John on, on my desk. And if somebody really wants it, I'll give you that book. And, or, or just go get you one. Don't take my life and go get you one. <laughs> it's just a little book of John. But also, if you, if you need a Bible, we'll get you one. We got some here, some were. Uh, we'll give you one. Somebody left, you know, <laughs> something. But we'll get you a Bible. But, but, but just read the book of John in the next couple of weeks. It's really the book that says the most about, about Jesus. But let me throw this out there to you. It's okay to have doubts. It's okay to have doubts. You ain't got to have everything figured out before you begin a relationship with Christ. You really, really don't. I don't have to have everything figured out before I can benefit from it. The only thing holding you back is ego and pride and fear. I'm telling you guys, this, this thing about having to have it figured out, I don't understand it. I don't know how the digestive system works. But I love a good pizza. Y'all know what I'm saying? I don't really understand the cell phone. But I enjoy talking on it and texting I really don't understand the facts at all. How you put it in a piece of paper, then it comes through a cord, it comes out the other end. But not understanding it don't keep me from benefiting from it. Amen? Stop thinking that you got to have it all figured out. Your doubts are okay. He's big enough for your doubts. Number three. Listen, remember, stop, look, listen to the good news of Christmas. Don't be afraid of the good news. Luke 2 says, the angel said, fear not, for I bring you good news of great joy. A Savior has been born for you. He is Christ the Lord. That's good news. Well, what is the good news? Look at John 10, 10. This is why I want you to read John. Jesus said, I have come so that you may have life and have it to the fullest. So that you may have life to the fullest. And until you connect with the creator to, that, that gives you purpose, you will not have life to the fullest. 
You know why? Because you didn't make you. You got to connect to the creator. Only he knows you, knows your purpose. And you lose that fear more and more as you begin to understand more and more what Jesus came to do. John 3, 17, I love this. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but to save the world through him. You see, Jesus Christ didn't come to scare us. He came to save us. He came to save us. He came as a baby. Who's scared of a baby? Seriously? Little poops, all that's going to happen. He came to save us, not to scare us, not to condemn us. Now, I don't know everything that all of you are going through. I get calls, had several this week. You know, Jim, this is me, and, and, and remember? Well, no, I don't. I hear so much. You're going to have to refresh my memory. But some of you are having a tough time. You've had a bad year. You've had a rough 2018. It has not been good to you. But I want to tell you, in spite of anything that you're going through, you can have peace. In spite of anything that you've gone through in 2018, you can have joy. You know why? Because for unto you a a, a, is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And I have come so that you might have life. For unto you a Savior is born. A Savior is born. Jesus says, I have come to, condemn, uh, come to save you, not to condemn you. Musicians, come on up. Come on up. For God did not send his son in the world to condemn it, but to save the world through it. Now, I've asked three of the musicians to read something. Read the last three verses. Then I'm going to pray. Then we're going to sing. We're going to let the word speak. I pray that it speaks to your heart. Stop. Christ carried the burden of our sins on the cross so that we could stop living for sin and start living for what is right. His wounds heal us. 1 Peter 2, 24. Look, let all the world look to me for salvation, for I am God and there is no other. Isaiah 45, 22. Listen. Listen to what God says. This is the hour to receive God's favor. Today is the day to be saved. 2 Corinthians 6, 2. My Lord, let your word go out and permeate the hearts. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for healing us. I thank you for setting us free. For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.